Okay. We're back. I think this is the third episode that we've done together. Uh, We did. I'm pretty sure this is our fourth because, well, third over Zoom, but this is, this will be our fourth. We did, we did my show, then we did your show, and then we did my show in person. So now this is your show again, but now through Zoom again. Oh, so this shit. is actually our, this is our fourth conversation. Our fourth conversation. People should know you by now, but introduce yourself anyway. Okay, uh, so for those who don't know, my name is Tim, uh, aka uh, Welsh Care. Uh, you guys can follow me over at Welsh Care underscore Tales on Instagram, or you can go to my YouTube channel where we had our first conversation and our other first real in-person conversation sitting down here. Uh, at, what was it? Uh, tall underscore Tales. Is that the, the channel? No, no, no. Yeah. Actually, Tall Tales. Okay. No underscore. No underscore. But if you just look in the YouTube channel or just Look at YouTube channel. Type in the YouTube search uh, Welsh Care and Welsh Care Podcast, and I'm usually the first one that pops up. But I am a personal trainer, uh, nutritionist, uh, basically somebody who fucked his own life up plenty of times, but then also uh, found his way to really bounce back, but in a way that is not in spite or in misery is in a way of actually bouncing back to show other people that you can learn through this pain and make your lessons into blessings. Hell yeah. And I think you, you definitely do a good job of preaching that. And like when people see your story or like when you show pictures of, you know, what your physical body used to look like. Fat ass days. (laughs) And now look at those fucking cut ass arms. Yeah. Um, yeah, finally. <laughs> it, it look you look it's looking fucking dope. I feel That's like what it, happens when you take it serious. When you when you take yourself serious and you take life as serious as it's been making it serious as to come as it's been th- showing you. It, it's either you knuck up or you fuck up. Yeah, like, yeah. It's either knuck up or shut up. What do you What do you think? This is a good question. I I, I have, but um. What do you think comes first? Because a lot of people I think are very, especially when it comes to um, uh, like what you do, personal training and stuff like that. You think it starts up here or do you think like confidence building and stuff like that starts with the body? So it definitely starts um, mentally because there are some big men and women who have no problem uh, flaunting off their body, then uh, they have all the pride in themselves just because they have that confidence. And in, in reality, uh, did I feel as confident as I do now when I was bigger? No. Uh, but at the same time, that doesn't, that's, it's not the same story for everybody. You know, I know plenty of bigger men who are fully confident in themselves just because they are, you know, they know who they are. They know the role that they play. They know what they uh, do for others. And they just, you know, the, for, the good, for the good portion of the, the bigger men that I know, the bigger men, at least in my life, uh, they know they're very content. They know what they're doing uh, and they're happy. But now is that for every big person? No, obviously not. Because then, you know, everybody, it would be a completely different world if that was the case. But, you know, I have a client who was too insecure to the point that he stopped showing up because he was getting intimidated by other people in the gym. Mm. 
Mm. And then when he actually uh, came out and told me that, I told him I went through the same thing. You know, it, it's it's very easy to you know tell people to man up, especially men. It's very it's easy for them to tell that you have to be what's the word? You have to be that stable, strong foundation. And reality is sometimes we crumble mm-hmm. and that's okay. And there's going to be days where we fully collapse. There's going to be days where we fully crumble, but then what we do with the pieces is what is more important. And sometimes you need that little bit of an extra hand to help you pick up the pieces and you know, to put yourself back together. It's a shitty process at first and it fucking sucks. But at the end of the day, when you start putting it together piece by piece, you start seeing the full picture. I think I think that's a testament to um, strength and inner courage too. you know, like a lot of people, especially on social media, think that, well, when they're watching people on social media, it's like you have to have every aspect of life, your mind, your body, your spirit all together at all fucking times and that's just not like to me that's just not realistic and i think it's not necessarily being put together and kept together that make people succeed i think it's that resilience and like knowing like you said that when the shit when shit hits the fan and you're crumbling you have the wherewithal to be like okay let me pick up all these pieces and put them fucking back together you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And it's one of the reasons why I can't stand social media because <laughs> everybody wants to just put out that, that perfect image of themselves, but no one wants to actually show what the fucking work that you put in or the fact that you're even hiding it. Like, a lot of people are hiding behind these costumes, behind this, this thick layer of makeup, behind this just insecure wall that they're refusing to try and see out of. And the one thing I've preached is always to, you know, I've learned thankfully from Charlemagne the God from his book, Shook Once, right over here, to live your truth. Like if you don't live your truth, you're always left in a anxious mess because you're trying to hide consistently from people that are going to, that you fear are going to attack your insecurities and use things against you. When the reality is, if you use your t- truth against them, if you well, excuse excuse me, if you live your truth, you can use your truth back at them again because there's nothing that they can say or, or do or hold over you that you don't already know and that people don't already know because you've lived your truth. Yeah, I, I always say that too. Like when it comes to this, like my platform, nobody's deplatforming me because whatever I've done, I put it all out there. Like if I've had slip ups where I got drunk and drove myself home. I've made like podcast episodes. I've told people like, yo, I fucked up. You know what I mean? There's no, I see, I see the behind the scenes of a lot of people who have platforms and I see like the fear that they deal with on a daily because they don't want people to find out who they truly are. You know what I mean? Um, And it takes more work in my opinion, to be that way than to just say fuck it and be exactly who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you 
to, especially if you're lying consistently, if you're consistently lying and trying to not hide everything, do you have any people you're telling these lies to and how many times you got to keep up with that lie? Yeah. I remember the same story. You got to remember the time. You got to remember what you were wearing. You got to remember the people you're with. You got to remember all these little some minor details around that. If the, if the amount of people start talking about it without you there, they're going to start saying, well, wait, he said this, but they said this. And then it, well, wait, he, he, told, he told you this? And it's like, just say the fucking truth. Live your fucking truth. It's not that hard. Like, I, at first, does it hurt some people? Yeah. Eventually, yeah. It does hurt some people when you live your truth. But it keeps the right people in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm constantly trying to tell myself and, and other people, like, don't seek outside validation you know i'm starting to realize on my own journey like i don't need to be telling people what i'm doing with my life and whenever i do it's that inner child in me that wants somebody to pat me on the back and be like good girl you're doing Mm. fine but like i'm an adult now i don't need that i validate myself and i think there are too many people who are seeking that validation and and because of it, they're not living their own truth. Absolutely. And I'm going to do this. This is the microphone right here. Boom. Drop. Like that was uh, uh, it, validation. Like mm. That is the most addicting drug yeah. <laughs> next to that attention, obviously. But that validation man like especially to to those who grew up never having it yeah like basically always having to ask is this okay this good like can i have this can i do this instead of just being the fucking boss person that you need to fucking be and just start walking in like with the fuck with your head up and your chest up you know out but man that validation is something that once you fully understand that you are your own you know that that's it. This is the only thing that you need to validate. Like the opportunities for yourself become endless at that point, because then you don't give a fuck about the other people's opinions. You don't care about the people that are around you. You don't care about, you know, the outside voices, whether if they are family, friends, or the person that you thought you're going to be in a relationship with, like these outside voices that will consistently try to poke in because they don't see your vision because they're not meant to see your vision. It's your vision at the end of the day. It's your vision when you have your eyes closed. It's your vision. They have their own visions. They have their own things. Now, are they fully aware of everything? No, some people aren't fully aware of, you know, any type of manifestation that they are capable of. People aren't aware of these things that you are, uh, you know, able to do when it comes down to fully not understand fully understanding not only your character and your well-being but also understanding your spirituality and your actual true strengths as a human being you know those are the things that are going to be i want to say the the next stages in human life where i feel like that more people our age groups are like our generation are starting to become more aware of uh both male female and everybody else around us like i feel like that there is a very 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 huge energy shift towards Mm -hmm. the awareness on what we are truly capable of yeah yeah and i think a hundred percent and i think 
um like I as you're speaking I'm like thinking of times in my life where I was getting I was getting the at a girl from everybody in my life like good for you you're doing this and good for you you're doing that oh and my daughter my most of the time it's our parents but a lot of the times it's not you know especially on social media you seek validation from fucking strangers who don't even know you from Adam and sometimes friends don't even know who you truly are from Adam and you're seeking that validation it's like for what and I can remember a time where I was getting the most outside validation pats on the backs from people and it was when I was most unhappy because I wasn't doing what I want I was I was working at a job that paid really well I had benefits I was in a union I had a pension I had everything that you could seemingly want in life I could support myself and like everything but I was waking up every single day with anxiety and and depression hating literally you know that feeling when you wake up and you're like mother fuck I don't want to be here like I wish a car would just hit me right now Mm -hmm. you're that miserable Mm -hmm. it was then that I was getting that most the most validation from people that I care about most and I was so fucking unhappy and so now as you're speaking I'm thinking of that and I'm like you know like people may not understand what the fuck you're doing or what you've set out to do, or why you've shifted gears in any aspect, whether that's love, career, whatever, but they don't have to. <laughs> is yeah, the, uh, it's, it, the only person it has to, to, it has to make sense to is yourself. Yeah. Because you are the person who is going to have to then put the work in. You are the one who is going to have to then put the, you know, the extra effort, regardless of like the, this whole online business, for, for example. I truly want better for myself. I truly want another form of financial income. I truly want, you know, a some sense of what financial freedom can feel like. Not having to truly work the hours that I work, where if I need to take some time off, I could take that time off. Right. But yesterday, I worked 13 hours at my gym. 13 hours. Then three and a half hour business meeting in in the evening. Got back home at midnight. I was out since basically 6 a.m. When I tell you that if you want something bad, you are truly your own obstacle. There are going to be nights that you have to sacrifice some sleep. Not saying sacrifice every single night of sleep. Not saying sleep when you're dead and all that shit. Because trust me when I say I live that mentality, I live that lifestyle, it will kill you faster than you expect it. Trust me when I tell you that sleep is your optimal key to recovery, not only mentally, but physically too. For those who are really struggling with weight loss, guess what? Sleep a little bit more. You're not going to eat as much, first of all. But second of all, your body's actually going to be able to recover. And I'm not, I'm not saying sleep 10 hours. I'm saying get your normal eight hours of sleep. Take a little bit of extra protein before going to bed. Maybe an extra melatonin supplement so this way you stay asleep. But watch the recovery when you're sleeping. Like that's going off track with that shit again. The, oh, but it's uh, true. It's important. Like recovery. It's recovery. But uh, I sacrificed some sleep and know, knowing that I wasn't have to going to be up, I didn't have to get up early today was another 
little bit more of that uh, implement to stay out late and to take up as much information as possible from people who are doing better than me. The ENMS investor said something very is for those who not to go into like the financials um, topic, but if someone's making more money than you, shut up. <laughs> just, yeah. Just shut up. Just listen. Just genuinely listen. Listen with the intent to understand, not with an intent to reply. And that goes for everything. But when you actually listen with an intent to understand with someone who's doing better than you, you may learn a thing or two and you actually may be able to then better yourself and then be the person who's then going to better other people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look at people, especially like in my own field, right? I look at people who are um, doing it and I ask questions, man, like, and you, and it's, it's important to befriend those people as well and not be intimidated by them because like you said, I don't know if you said this on or off the record, you might've said it on the record, but we all started somewhere right? We, we all started at zero, really, like having really no nothing, no, no, maybe we have a little bit of a vision, but like no way of how the fuck I'm going to turn zero to one, one to two, right? And somebody who's surpassed you in some sort of area, you can learn a lot from that. And I think that's also a testament to a lot of people. It takes, it takes humble humbleness to ask questions as as if you don't know jack shit about shit right so many people are walking through life thinking they fucking know everything um and they already have all the answers you know like and i I think that's a detriment to growth as a human thinking you have all the fucking answers (laughs) Mm. 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 there's nothing i fucking can't stand more than a know-it-all entitled piece of shit there it's like that right there like those two there's nothing like i'm not a violent person i'm not an angry person but there's nothing that wants to make me more violent and angry than somebody who really thinks that they know it all and are spewing nothing but bullshit trying to fucking get a dollar out of somebody and the manipulate oh my god like even yeah. just saying about it right now it's like just it like makes my blood partially boil a little bit to the <laughs> point that i'm ready to fucking bash someone's teeth in but it's when people also lack kindness yeah like this is one topic i wanted to bring up before like when you actually move with an intent to be kind and not with an intent just to be that fucking nice guy, not with an intent to try and like, hey, do this. I'll do this for you now. But then uh, I'm hoping I get a, a favor back from you in the future. And then I'm going to hold this over your head until, you know, you get, you do that favor back for me. It's like that's another way for that. You're going to hold a, a favor that I ask you for over my head every time that you know you need something well remember the the time i did this no it it, in that case i'll never ask you for another fucking favor in my entire life again nope Nope. that it i can't stand that shit i cannot stand that that bullshit of like um i did this for you so you owe me this like no it's not that's not how it works you know like 
Yes, every exchange, every every relationship is transactional in some sort of way, even a fucking romantic one. It's like, okay, I'm bringing this. You, what are you bringing? Th- that sort of thing. How are we moving and dancing and whatever? But when you're doing things not out of the kindness of your heart, it, that's not kindness at all. That's not. That's manipulation. Um. I, I can tell right off, especially with the platform that I have, a lot of people hit me up and they're like, hey, first of all, if you're just asking me flat out if I can do you favors, no, because I don't fucking know you and that's my energy. And no, I'm not giving favors out like that. I will from the kindness of my heart for somebody who needs it, but like, like you know, but I can tell right off the bat when somebody wants to do something for me because they want to use me in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. And, and that is the big, like even energetically the biggest fucking turnoff. Um, you actually get less with that than if you just yeah, like, like with friendships and relationship wise, like if you, you're trying immediately, you're, you're start asking me for favors, like that the best <laughs> For me, especially the amount of times I get asked, hey, can I get like a, a, like a free program, which I do have a, a free two week program I'm currently developing for those who are currently, you know, really begging just because I, I really want to help as many people as possible. But I'm not going to give you a full month for two reasons. One, for those who are brand new to starting up their journey, a month program is not only partially intimidating, but it is also something could be overwhelming because you see everything you got to do within that month. But you also life happens, like things get in the way, days happen. You know, God forbid, like car accidents happen. The fucking, you know, and you're off the shelf or the injuries happen. Like you know, these are the things that you know, unfortunately, that they, they put you on a shelf, so it sets off your program differently. So by doing it two weeks at a time. It, you're limiting life's you know excuses and the one thing i i'm a big preacher for is literally limiting as many excuses as possible just because you really only need 20 to 30 minutes that's why i keep my fucking club in the car because no matter where i'm at if i'm you know I, at the beach go on a travel a tri- like a trip I have my club in the car and I work out with my club and 20, 30 minutes. I still burn about five to 600 calories, but it's taken away that excuse. Damn. You, you want, you, you want to really take away as many excuses as possible. Like the, the, the main, the, one of the first reasons why I even got invested into the personal training career was the excuse of I was at a gym, so I could not, not get my workout in. Yeah. So, and how would I look as a trainer if I'm at the gym all day long and I'm not the one that's even working out either? Yeah. Yeah. You have to walk the, the, the walk instead of just talking the talk, you know? Yeah. And that's, that goes back to being authentic as well. Like, um, authenticity is key. And when you have those people that are favors, like our favorite beggars, they want nothing but the, to have that same type of energy. They want to feel your authentic, uh, like authentic energy. They want to feel what it's like to have that because they don't have it. Yeah. And I got to say this too, giveaways. If you're a real like hustler and you really want to make it and you really love the grind of it, 
being handed something is boring to me. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's just, it doesn't have that weight, that value when it's handed to you. Um, Like I have a lot of creator friends who have upwards of millions of followers and they surpass me and I could easily hop on their platforms and gain followers that way. And I never do. Um, and I never ask for favors from them because like, I'm, I want to do it on my own. Even if it, even if I take the windy road to get there, when I get to where I'm my goal, you know, when I get to my goal numbers or whatever the fuck it is, I did that. I put in that, yeah. way, you know? So yeah, you're building that stable foundation. And that's, what's key is that anybody can get famous overnight. Anybody yeah. can get a million followers overnight. Anybody can get a million dollars overnight, but it's a matter of, is it stable? Is it something that's going to not only create that, you know, financial freedom, but just overall freedom for you to do whatever the hell you want to do. You know, there are influencers out there that literally are slaves to their brand and they have nothing else but to do with their brand. And that's essentially, how how do I put this in a, you know, nice nice way you're being pimped you're being pimped out by these fucking companies just because of your following and in reality is if you actually steered instead of going the the route of partnering up with other uh you know brands why don't you just then develop your own brand that you can have and then you have the full not only name behind it but then now you have the freedom to then bring on other people to promote. Like that's, that's one of the things that I don't understand why people are so intimidated by starting up. Like it sucks at first. Yeah. But everything sucks at first. Right. Everything does. Right. Right. No, it's the truth. And like, um, listen, brand deals are lucrative and it's easy money, but, um, and this is this goes this is the this goes beyond social media, right? But um, building that solid foundation for any area of life is what's going to keep. It's the long game. It's what's going to keep you sustainable. It's gonna be. It's gonna set you apart from somebody who builds it up really quick. It's the same way with like your body, and like you could lose weight really fucking fast in an unhealthy way. And not treat your body right. But guess what? There's no foundation there. You're not learning any good habits. You're not learning nutrition or or anything like that. So the minute, the minute you deviate from that, you're gaining it all back. It's the same way with like the difference between earning a million dollars and winning it with a lottery. You earn that million. You've had skin in the game to learn about money and learn the foundations of of how to earn money, save it, invest it, all of that versus you win money. You have no fucking idea what to do with that money. That's why 90% of people who win the lottery go broke as soon as fucking, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. Got to build that foundation. It's not at all. And then going back to the whole like free, uh, you know, free game stuff. There's a reason why that, you know, I, I charge what I charge. It's not only just because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's also because I know I, I am as good as people promote. 
But then the other thing is, I want you to build that value into yourself. Hell yeah. If you are willing to spend, like, I have, not to throw numbers out there. I have one client who is 24 years old. Mm -hmm. 24. Yes, she may has come into a little more money, but she also works four days a week. uh, Sorry, five days a week at a very intense job, which gets paid pretty good money. Seven eighty a month from seven hundred and eighty dollars a month for three times a week with me. Damn, that's twelve sessions for seven hundred and eighty dollars. People see the value and they'll spend that value. Now, is that every single client? No, I have clients that spend four twenty a month. And that's seeing me three times a week for a half hour. So you're still getting the quality of seeing me three times a week, but at a half hour rate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for some people who are just starting off, you know, who are not really uh, too educated into the game, I would recommend always doing the hours because it gives me time to really go in detail and talk about the things, why you're doing these movements, why you should be feeling these things. But for those who are just wanting to get their sweat and it sweat and get their ass kicked, 30 minutes is all I fucking need. <laughs> now, uh, when I gave out when and I found when I when I first started this and I was giving out free sessions, I was giving out free, you know, you know, information and all this stuff. It, there was no value behind it. People wouldn't pay attention. People wouldn't stick to it. When people started paying for it, they started listening. There's- they started seeing results. They started seeing what they were do- what they were capable of. And people, you guys got to understand that you are way more capable of doing a lot more than you guys may understand. Like you guys may ever dream of or think of. It's just a matter of building a few solid elements in your life, building discipline, consistency, patience, gratitude, building up those four things, those four things right there. I think, I think in today's day and age, Patience is probably the hardest for like for our generation because we are. Everybody wants that overnight fix. Everybody wants that overnight win. Everybody wants to be you know instantly viral. It it don't work like that. Nope. It don't because guess how far you as fast as you come up, you're like a roller coaster. You'll go right back down twice as fast. Yep. And that's the and that and and for me at least, you know, I'm very spiritual, and to me, everything is energy, right? And, and that is a testament to everything being energy. As quick as that energy comes up, that's how quick it depletes. And then also the, the value aspect of it as well, that's an energy exchange. So if you're giving me nothing, like I do, I do tarot readings and coaching and stuff like that. If my friends who ask me for tarot readings consistently, not that the readings are bad, I don't put enough as much effort into those versus clients who are paying me uh, for my time. And the people that I read for that don't pay, they don't pay as close attention to the readings that I give because they're not, there's no value behind it. There, there's no, nothing at stake. They're not paying money. You know what I mean? And that's, a, that's all energy. And so I think we forget that aspect too, that Everything is a fucking energy exchange, period, point blank. Yeah. 
110%. And then also at the end of the day too, we are also in a world where we do have to make a living. And if we really want to, you know, continue doing what we want to do and actually helping those that are out there, unfortunately it does come with a cost. But then there's also a cost of what, you know, as good as what you do. There are trainers that charge a thousand dollars just to do a session. Like, I'm sorry, the max I'll ever charge for somebody is a hundred dollars for the hour. And that's because they want the full sprawl, like spectrum. Like it's when you buy a hundred dollar hour with me, it's basically an hour and a half because we spend also time educating uh, you on your like nutrition habits and then also allowing you to then give you it gives you it gives a little bit more of like a a discount towards my uh, packaging as well like if you do the hundred dollar hour and you find that you like everything about what we do everything that we talk about then instead of you paying 780 a month it's 700 dollars a month yeah that's fucking beautiful you know it, it's the way it's the way I, i'll just knock it off a little bit but at the same time I hate having to charge that type of number like for, for the info that I have and for the, the, the results that people will see if they actually stay consistent, disciplined, and patient, the gratitude that they will feel at the end of their program is then going to be even felt like more like an ecstasy moment because you not only were able to embrace a new challenge and take on a whole new type of style of training, but then you were also able to really break down your whole lifestyle and completely change that up. There is nothing that turns me off faster than somebody saying that they want a new diet. Fuck you. You want a new lifestyle plan, a new lifestyle change, (laughs) lifestyle changes. Stop saying diet, lifestyle changes. That's what you need to start doing. Not just to get slim for the summertime, not just to get slim for the fucking wedding, not to just get slim for the vacation. Motherfucker, get slim, get healthy, and get fucking fit just because you want to live a healthier, longer lifestyle. And especially if you have kids, be fucking healthier for them. Set the example. Be the one that changes the fucking patterns in the family instead of you having to be the one that thrives off of fucking McDonald's and fucking all the other healthy food that's around you and sweeten, sweeten up your damn sweet tooth in the evening with those ice cream cakes and cookies. Set yourself up with a fucking protein shake or protein bar every now and then. I got them on deck always over here. But uh, you do actually now. But it's goes back to the excuses. Everybody yeah. has excuses. Yeah. Start eliminating them little by little, and you will start completely changing up that damn lifestyle. And you'll start seeing the results that you truly want to see instead of just talking about the things that you want to do. Yeah. And I think here's the thing too, like going back to also like, that's another testament to resilience. People want it right away. But like you said, you have to have patience. That's building, building the wall one brick a day, even, you know, building value is building stabilization It's building a stable wall using concrete using brick using ancient roman type fucking concrete that's gonna make it stable not like the piece of shit asphalt that we have here on the lie (laughs) it's a it's really about calling yourself out holding yourself accountable but not being a dick to yourself yes there's a a very fine line between self account like being accountable and being an asshole to yourself yeah 
beating yourself up. I think, I think you, we have to just show up every single day. You know what I mean? And that's it. That's all it takes is just showing up. Um, like hardest part is putting your foot off that bed. Yeah. It's, it's getting, the, getting those two feet off the bed and then getting into a new pair of clothing and brushing that teeth and brushing those teeth and getting your ass out of the house. Hell yeah. That's the hardest part. Not the workout itself. No. Not the, uh, not, not the, the job itself. It's you just getting your ass up and getting out. And that's it. You, you, you have to take the first step, period. And I think like, like when I first started on whatever fucking journey I'm on right now, um, I left a job that, again, I was getting a lot of pats on the back for the job that I had and everybody, I was set for life, but I knew in my heart of hearts, I didn't know what I wanted to do at that point or whatever. I just knew in my heart of hearts that I could not mentally stay at that place for the rest of my life. Like I just couldn't, I would be, I couldn't live in that misery. Right. And so I took a huge risk and I left my job without anything lined up. And I said, I'll figure it the fuck out. And I went years trying to figure it the fuck out and years and years trying to figure it the fuck out. And then the world shut down and I still was trying to figure it the fuck out. And now I'm at this place with my life coaching, with my tarot readings, with the opportunities and like outside opportunities that I've made where I'm making a full-time income doing what I love. I don't wake up and go to work. I wake up and I fucking do what I love. And I didn't start that way. I, I had to pawn a lot of my shit. Like literally I had to fucking scrape together pennies in order to not have my car repoed at certain times, but I fucking did it, you know, without a vision, without knowing where the fuck it was going to take me. I just knew I wanted to do something that I loved. And that was the only way I could live my life. And I knew I didn't want to work in the confines of a nine to five, you know? Um, fuck, fuck a nine to five. Right, right. Seriously, right. And I've struggled. And, you know, there are still months where I'm like, okay, struggling a little bit. But I have managed, honestly, and like, I'm fucking get emotional saying it, but like, I'm in a place as of recently where I've managed to literally, I've wrote down all of the numbers, you know, and I'm like, holy shit, I am making a full-time income. <laughs> Just off of the shit that you, you love to do. Yeah. Off the of side hustles and well, what people would perceive as side hustles, but like, this is my main, like, you know what I mean? That's true freedom. That's Hell what true yes. freedom is. It's not necessarily just being completely financially free. It's the freedom is when you wake up and you don't hate your life. You don't hate your job. You don't hate what you do. You wake up and you're like, okay, what's on for today's schedule? All right, let's get going. Not like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Another fucking day. Like, and I know, I know plenty of fucking people like that. I'm surrounded by a lot of those fucking people at the gym all day long, especially the days where I'm doing a 15 hour day. Like I was doing on Tuesday, 15 hours in the gym, 15 hours from 6am to almost 9 p.m. My ass deals with people who are the most broken, the people who are the most put together. The people who are in the middle of their fucking being put together. But then I also see the people who are crumbling. 
And the people who are crumbling are those that are have taken advantage of people in the past and it's coming back to bite them in the ass is the people who, you know, basically didn't really fortify their building. They no. left it, they, they used it as, you know, straws instead of concrete. The people who are living other people's stories too. You oh are, my God. Yes. Those are the most miserable. And I, I was one of them at one point. I was the most miserable when I was living other people's narratives, you know, like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is where I'm you live other people's narrative. You really take away your power. Oh, my God. Take away your specific power that you have for yourself. Yeah. You have a certain power, whether it's being able to communicate to people other, whether it's being able to understand people's pain better, whether it's being able to put people in their fucking place better, whether it is in a leadership role, not as a fucking boss, as actual proper leader, being able to actually, you know, take care of the people around you. That's fucking that's superpower. Yeah, absolutely. Taking control of your own life. A lot of people like I feel more pity for people who are making six figures, right? Upwards of like six figures or more, but doing a job they're not passionate about, right? Even if they don't realize it, even if they don't realize that their job is the most unfulfilling, boring thing on the face of the planet. They're not adding any value to the world by doing their job, but they're making six figures. So to society standards, they're really successful. You know, I feel more pity for those people than I do the person who like me, who's making, you know, let's say 40 grand a year or whatever it is um, doing what they love. You know what I'm saying? Like, But those people who are making the six figures, they're living other people's narratives. They're living the story of their parents and they're living what their families are telling them. That's misery. Like that's chosen misery. See, and it's, it's those individuals that, yeah, yeah, I feel sorry for, but also I kind of, it's not that I don't have a, a resentment towards them. It's that you have all this foundation to educate yourself. Mm. Like, for example, for those that were really privileged, you have a, like a phone and have like information to like at, by their fingertips. Like, yeah. there, there's there there's no excuse around not being able to be, get educated about certain things right now. Like, especially in the day and age that we are living in right now, it is very important for everybody to become educated on the full truth of every fucking thing. That's not even not I'm not even just talking political. I'm just talking about everything in general. Yeah. We have so much access here, literally by our fingertips. Stop using it to fucking worrying about what celebrity crushes your celebrity crushes worrying about. Stop worrying about like all these fucking little like these bullshit fucking super uh, or uh, I, I love it. The, the, the Facebook. Oh, my God. Things where it's um, uh, take this quiz and figure out what type of fucking lasagna you are. Like those, uh, those are the the ones there where it's like the the worst fucking time consumers. Yes. That time you could be spending 
doing that is the same time that you could be spending either educating yourself on shit that you are uneducated about, picking up a new tool, picking up a new task, picking up a new hobby that you could be actually perfecting. That's not only going to only benefit you now and you may have fun with, but it's also going to may project you to having some type of other income like these bracelets here. I started making these bracelets as a hobby. I started making them as giving out to the, the family, friends, and, uh, you know, to yeah, as birthday gifts. People started wanting to buy them. Guess what? Orders started flying off. I have to take a break from it for a little bit just because I've been too busy with the other shit to fill orders. But good problems to have. But uh, it's it's really taking the time to use your time wisely wisely yes because time is our greatest asset and we don't get it back right so you what you always get money back you could always get that object back you can always get you know that fucking your phone new, back right you always find somebody else yep you can't get time your back. time back nope and that is why also going back to charging people that's why if you look on my website my coaching sessions they're not cheap it's, it's like $275 an hour, you know, like, because my time is valuable and I'm going to add value to your time as well. And I'm going to work like, that's, that's the, the exchange. But like, like you said, I last year was going through a heartbreak and I needed something to get me out of that heartbreak or at, at the very least distract me. And so instead of trying to distract myself with alcohol or useless things, I learned a new skill. I learned how to read tarot cards and like really honed in on my spirituality. Did I do it to set out to make money from it? Absolutely not. But now it's become a lucrative business of mine. You know, one of my main focuses. And it's something I fucking love doing that when I'm doing it, it's not a job to me. It's like I'm connecting with people and I'm adding value to people's lives while also making something for myself. So it's like, we need to always be like, people ask me, what shows do you watch? And I'm like, I don't watch shows. They're like, you don't watch TV? No, I'm on YouTube learning something. I'm reading a book. Like that's literally my fucking life. Doesn't that fucking throw people for a loop? They're like, oh man, you gotta sit there. You gotta pick up. You gotta really watch. It's like, no. Yeah, I don't have to. I have to learn how to become more financially free. I have to learn how to become a little bit more independent with certain things, how to actually, you know, do my taxes on my own. You know, these are the things that are more important than me catching up on a TV show that's always going to be there for me to catch up on. Right. No matter what time like I could, it could literally be 10 years down the road. I still have not watched Yellowstone and the amount of people that tell me to go watch Yellowstone I, I I wanted to try to find the time to like I I grew up loving Obi Wan. I loved Obi Wan Kenobi growing up. I know that there was the series just dropped. Guess what? I haven't had the fucking time to sit down and watch every episode because my yeah. time is just too too valuably spent on other things. And if I do have free time, it's spent with family now because I got time to see my family, making connections, right? And that's not to say we we shouldn't have some form of escapism like every once in a while you know there are moments where i'm like all right i need to really binge watch the entire series the harry potter series and i'll do it but then once i'm done with that it's i don't do it all the time there are people who live like that they come home from work and they spend all of their time just binge watching shows and not making value like making value of their time. And then those are the same people that complain that, you know, 
their lives are unfulfilling or whatever. It's like, okay, well, stop watching Netflix and go learn something, go learn a new skill or, or I, I find it so fucking crazy when I talk to people and I'm like, what are you passionate about? And they can't answer the question. They don't have a passion. How do you not have a passion in life? How do you not life? That's what life is about. It's about exploring your passions, figuring out what it is. I didn't know when I picked up tarot cards, I was interested. I had an interest. I didn't know I'd be passionate about it. I didn't know it was, it was going to shape my entire like spiritual connection. And also like my life path had no fucking idea, but I put Netflix aside and I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn this new skill and see where it goes. Nobody's doing that. (laughs) No, it goes back to sucking at, First, people are expected to, let's say, start something. They 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 want to be an immediate master at it. Yeah. It does not happen like that unless you are blessed with an opportunity that is something where it you can't fail, <laughs> which is very rare. But the best example I have for that alone is that fucking this whole personal training thing i started off four years ago making 75 dollars a week 75 dollars a week sometimes sometimes it was 50 dollars a week holy shit i didn't have a cell phone service. I had a phone, but I was abusing the shit out of fucking uh, the, the Wi-Fi because I couldn't pay my phone bill. So got my phone service cut off. So I'm relying on nothing but Wi-Fi. I was completely desperate and was abusing the hell out of every hotspot that I can find and driving around a car that, you know, it was given to me, but it was the most ideal car. Uh, it was a very old Lincoln Town model. Uh, to give you an idea, it, w- it had almost a little over 200,000 miles on it. Gangster. And had maybe one working vent uh, for air conditioning. <laughs> uh, I had one working window. The In order for you to pop the gas cap, you had to pop the hood, pull the string, and then pop open the gas cap with your key. Jesus Christ. But the car ran and it got me from point A to point B. So I didn't have any payments on anything at the time. So I figured, you know, it's, it's, it's working out, kind of. <laughs> but I saw my vision. I, I saw what I wanted. And it led to then me working overnight at Planet Fitness while we're doing the personal training in the daytime. I would work Planet Fitness overnight, working the front desk from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. five days a week. And easiest fucking paycheck I ever had. Easiest paycheck I've ever had. Because the overnight shift, easiest shift if you ever want. If you if you can stay up late watching Netflix, you can stay up late watching, you can stay up late earning some fucking extra money. So working Planet Fitness also gave me an opportunity to study my craft more so i had the computer at the front desk what was i doing i was just checking people in but i was also studying at the same time my breaks my breaks were spent working out my breaks were spent 
coaching people how to work out in Planet Fitness for free. I would literally just find people that would you know be interested in trying out a couple of workouts. I'd put them through the workouts, have them try it, and then it developed this today, 40 years later. Yeah. And it's now I basically that. I see $75 within an hour. That's that's exactly it though, because and that's again resilience and and building that foundation, having that patience to really plant the seeds, water them and 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 watch them grow. But it doesn't happen overnight. It's something you have to build. I did the same thing with tarot and I'm still growing that that part of my business you know that leg of my of hey, my only in your first year and look at how much you've grown already that's what i'm saying but i was i was like you you know like i gave readings away for free i wanted to practice i wanted to hone my craft so i would go on live streams and just be like who wants a reading free readings like whatever and i would just play around with it once i realized oh shit i'm kind of getting good at this and i love this let's start charging now i do a live stream you know, I'll make a couple hundred dollars for two hours worth of work. You know what I mean? And it's not work. It's just two hours worth of my time. And that's the growth, you know, like that, but it took patience and it took work and it took, if you hold on a second. Uh Oh, uh Oh, Oh, I'm going to show you what we got. (laughs) What do we got? These alone right here just these alone. And this isn't all, this is tarot books. I'm not stopping learning. Like I'm still, it's, you don't get to a point. You never get to a point and you're like, okay, that's it. I'm done learning. Great. Mastered that. There is no mastery. You will continue to learn like period. And I'm always trying to perfect and be not perfect, but be better and progress. And I'm sure you, you are the same way. I'm sure you're constantly reading books about nutrition or mindset or whatever so that you can show up as a better um a, a better trainer you know what i mean yeah absolutely or i'm or i'm associating myself who with people who know more than me and i'm asking questions yep don't people are too intimidated to ask questions but people who have a lot of knowledge are not afraid and those who actually care about their craft and they care about what they're doing. They care about what they're teaching. They won't be afraid to talk about what they teach. They won't be afraid to talk about everything. It won't be, you know, something that where it's like, yeah, they like to go, they ask a question like, Hey, uh, so question, like how many, uh, if I'm doing this type of training, how much, how much protein should I be taking? What kind of a person, what kind of an asshole would I be if I just went figured out? Oh my God. What the fuck? What, what, what are your goals? Like what like, instead of saying, instead of just being like, all right, what are goals, man? What are you look? What are you? What are you really looking to do with this? And what are your like? Then I start asking a lot of questions right back, and then it's just like, whoa! Like, you did it to me. You've done it to me. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I I hit you up and answer. Yeah, you. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, good. You, you could tell them. Yeah, you hit me up, asked me for a couple of different tips, and what happened? And you and you said this. And you're like, okay, well, what are you trying to achieve? First of all, and I was like. That's a really good question. What am I trying to achieve? You know, like that's another thing you have to, with anything you do, whether it's training, whether it's whatever, you have to think about, okay, what am I trying to do? It has to be a blueprint. It has to be, yeah, you have to have goals set. If you don't have goals set, you're just in in an endless marathon that you're not feeling accomplished running. 
right? You're flying by the seat of your pants. Is that the fucking? I don't even know. But <laughs> and I I did that for years before I realized. Wait a second. <laughs> I have to actually have like a a goal, you know, not just a vision, but like a set goal, which is specific. I want to lose X Y Z by this date type of goal you know oh i actually have to take vitamins i actually have to eat protein i actually have to do work yes motherfucker you actually actually do all that shit if not then a little bit more if you're somebody who wants to see goals faster if you're somebody who wants to see goals basically overnight you're gonna have to be somebody who is not only very disciplined in the gym but then also with what you eat as well like i'm not saying that you can lose fairly put it this way the last month, I personally went through my own little discipline challenge. I was able to drop 15 pounds within a total of 30 days. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Like that's and that's all because I really honed in on my honed in, honed down, whatever the fucking pro- phrase is, <laughs> uh, on my actual supplement intake. I took quality vitamins, not cheap ones from Walmart off the shelf, like the ones that actually work, the ones that are actually tested and proven to work. Like those are things. And I actually got invested with the damn company so much that I started taking it. Like I, I started taking it so much I got invested with the company now. Like I started seeing that the results the, fully. That's what you were showing me, right? Yeah, I, I'm fully invested into this company now because I've seen the results. And it's really not hard. You literally just have to simply follow the fucking directions on the back on the back of these damn. <laughs> like where where is it? Where I know I know I got a good pro- like right here. I have my plant based protein right here. I'm not a plant based protein person, but if I need to take an additional source of protein, I'm gonna have an additional source of protein. Like I have everything right here and I have it fully broken down, like the label in the back and I know what's everything that's in it. I know it's also sweetened with monk fruit. It's not sweetened with sucralose, stevia or any type of other sweeteners. It's actually sweetened with something that's more natural for your body. Motherfucker, like I, this is like, this is not hard. All you do is take a scoop, add it into the water, shake it up. Boom. Now you got your fucking protein in. I, and if you want to get fancy with it, add some fruit. Add some almond milk, add some ice, put it in the blender. Boom. Now you got another tasty little shake to go along with it. Yeah, it's it's not hard. You just have to pull yourself away from the bad habits. Once you pull yourself away from those bad habits and you start supplementing them with actually good ones, actual good ones. Like one of my biggest problems was I was a nighttime craver. So what did I do now? I diced up watermelon and pineapple. That's usually my sweet to- like sweet tooth killer right there. I'll eat those two before going to bed because pineapple actually helps eat, eat away your body fat and also helps sweeten up your body. But then it's also, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, then watermelon actually helps speed up your metabolism and he keeps your body hydrated overnight. Then I also, we have protein chips on my store. Or on my on the website, these protein chips. Oh yeah, yeah. One bag, one little protein bag. One one bag like this is twelve grams of protein, and it's made from pea protein. So it is a plant based source of protein as well. Not that's that's dope. And that kills my nighttime cravings, and it just gave me another source of protein. Yeah. So it goes back to excuses. What are you doing at the end of the day that's going to help eliminate your excuses and what's going to help you 
stay on track with your goals and what's going to keep you away from taking the fucking side road just because there's a day we have a little bit of weakness and you want to break down and have a half a pint of ice cream and 10 donuts and a fucking slate of cookies and then go back out and drink 10 margaritas and have a fucking uh you know burger alongside of that and then go to taco bell like it's very easy to once you have that one little slip of we it goes yeah. right down that hill of just fucking up everything you worked your ass off to get yeah yeah i mean that and that's that's it too like you it's it's resiliency you got to push through you got to show up you got to be consistent in anything that you do right you got to really fucking want it but you also have to give yourself the grace for when you fuck up and i say when because you will most definitely fuck up but like if you don't you're not human Right. Exactly. And like, I've had to convince myself of this, that it's not an all or nothing game. You know, it's really just moderation and being, being, being good to yourself in the sense that if you slip up, it's okay. You just get right back on that horse tomorrow. And like tomorrow's a new day. And if you are blessed enough to wake up and have a beat in your heart and breath in your lungs, well, that's another chance a new chance for you to be better in any I feel like that that is all in if i'm not mistaken like if i feel like that would be you're you are all in because when you are all in you are not only you know holding yourself accountable but when you are all in you embrace your mistakes Mm-hmm. like you are taking that actual step back to analyze okay why am i like this why am i doing this why am i feeling like this when you are all in on you you're going to love yourself a lot the, the, the loving that that when you're all in on you you are fully loving yourself yeah you are 110 percent loving every flaw you make Every, every flaw, every flaw you have, every mistake you make, and you are somebody that is now fully starting to understand what this fucking thing called life is for yourself, not for living the, the life for the people around you, but for literally living life for your purpose sake. And then if you are doing that, you are going to be attracting the right people in your life. You're not attracting the wrong people who are going to hold you back. The wrong people will try to come and will try to throw you off track and will try to distract you. But that's where that self-accountability, self-accountability, my fucking stutter sucks. Uh, the discipline, the consistency, and the gratitude all keep you grounded. Yeah. Those things are crucial to learn. Yeah. Be disciplined. Be consistent. Not yeah. just in the gym, but with people. In life. Yes. With your relationships. Be consistent with people. Yes. Don't and just be, be a flaky authentic. ass. When you when you know who the fuck you are and what you want, those people that you were just talking about can come into your life and try to derail you. They won't succeed though, because you know who you are. And you're not going to be easily influenced by somebody that's not in line with what's in here, who you mm-hmm. who the fuck you are, you know, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, 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 you're wearing that anti-dandruff shampoo to these flaky ass people. Yeah. Yeah. You're protected. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. 
Like it's it's so important for you the, 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 for people to fully understand that. Once you fully understand that, not half-ass understand. Once you fully understand, you your your layer of protection is unpenetrable at that point. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You nobody can get you are unfuckwithable when you get to that point. You know, um, and and, and it takes it takes grit to get there and you're going to be eating a lot of fucking crow at first because you got to, you know, filter out the people who have your best interests at heart and the people who want you to live the life that they've set out for you or the life that they think is best for you. But what they think is best for you, nine out of 10 times, those people that are projecting are, are just that they're projecting their own insecurities onto other people. You haven't made it in your fucking life, bro. How are you telling me how to make it in mine? You're unhappy in your marriage. You're unhappy in some in a some sort of you're unhappy in your marriage. You're unhappy at work or all the above. You're miserable in life. Who the fuck are you to project your shit onto me as if I'm not living my life to my truest potential and authenticity? Fuck off. It's like the the guy that's always struggling with money telling somebody what to invest in yeah that is if they would have it figured out by now that's when it comes back to being around people who are doing better than you being around people that are actually you know successful in their craft listen to them not with the intent to reply listen with the intent to understand and you will fully grasp every word that they are saying you'll be able to put yourself in that person's shoes you'll be able to have a little bit more sympathy you'll be able to then put that put some of their story into your own and then you'll be able to start working a little bit harder start putting that you know passion into a project and then that project into an actual asset and then an asset into something that helps you retire yeah those are the things that are more you know important about more important to worrying about than what am i going to be doing this weekend in patchog right 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 that too you know like uh what what are you willing to sacrifice how much are you willing to sacrifice for me it's like yeah yesterday was my birthday i had a good time with my family and stuff like that and spent again all you fuckers better put a happy birthday in the comment section (laughs) below and i enjoyed myself and i had you know i let loose a little bit i had a little bit to drink um but i have shit that i want to do still you know money to be made and whatever that like, I don't have time to be, I don't have the time or energy really to be going out like that, you know, anymore. I have goals that I want to achieve. And I also have people in my life that, that are like mentors that are actually A, giving me great opportunities, but B, teaching me for my own business and endeavors. You know what I mean? And it's, and when I made these relationships, I didn't make them going back to, oh, I'm going to get something out of you. I made these relationships just because I was like, this person is dope. I found them on TikTok. I'm like, this person is, is dope. I'm going to introduce myself because I just want to be friends. And now a year later, they see the value in me. You know, these are people who own million dollar 
businesses see the value in me and want to bring me onto their team and give me an opportunity for, for, to do something that again, wouldn't be even considered a job. It would be just something fun for me to do that I'm getting paid for. You know what I mean? And yeah, so it's 100%. Like, you have to follow your bliss. That's it. You have to follow. You have to. You have to follow the path that has the least tension in that. In that. In, in that aspect, if you're consistently going down this one path where you think you are doing what you want to do, you think you're doing what you're meant to do, but you're met with not only obstacles, but then the the challenge of even just trying to learn the basics being a blockage and mentally. That was that was me when I was pursuing a career in law enforcement. When I was pursuing my career in law enforcement, my time in the military, I thought I was doing what I wanted to do, but in reality, it just made me feel worse. In reality, I, I didn't I, I realized that the information I was learning wasn't retaining. When it came down to the test about criminal on, during criminal justice, it, the information just was not there for me to hold on to. And I unfortunately, you know, I lost that desire and, you know, dropped out at that point and then became more passionate about this fitness world, picked up online schooling, got a couple, got a couple of certifications. And then it's been endless from here because the, the information just stuck. Okay, everything, majority of what I learned, I won't say everything, majority of what I learned through my, um, you know, through the programs, what I haven't learned in person, I've held on to like the, the, the information is still there and I could probably still take a test and pass, even though I'm a shitty test taker, but uh, it is a very different form of learning when you actually are learning about something that you have a passion for and that you can turn into an asset. It's learning that's going to stick to you like legitimate glue and it's, you can't let go of it no matter how much you want to try and forget and move on from it. There, there are some. There were some days where, even just recently, that I'm questioning, "What the fuck am I doing? You know, do I really want to still do this?" And then I'm quickly reminded of what the fuck I've done in the past, <laughs> how I like all the shitty jobs I used to work, where I started from this in the beginning, and now how I worked my ass off to get to where I'm at. And I'm not gonna let those four years just waste away, because I, you know, have a sudden change again. Yeah. No, it because there's no resistance. The second I'm instantly questioning is almost the next minute i'm reminded why yeah yep same here same here i have you know i still have plenty of moments where i'm like all right what's the end game and you know what the beauty of it is like i can see not the finish line but i can see where i'm headed i can see like the future you know the foresight but i've thought about many times on this journey, maybe I should just go back to a nine to five. Maybe I should just, you know, and I've applied for other, I've applied for jobs and this and that and, and like gotten interviews. And then I hear, I talk to, sometimes you need that like reset. Cause when I've talked to them, I realize like, Oh fuck, I can't work in this sort of environment. Like where somebody is where I have to think about it this way. Like it's fucking ridiculous that you have to ask an institution for your time right you have to ask permission to fucking spend time for yourself like that mm -hmm. to me is mind-boggling right that i don't ever want to do that 
I'm never going to do that. Right. Like whenever I think of that, that's what I'm like. I don't give a fuck how much this nine to five pays me. I don't care. <laughs> I can't do it. I just, yeah. you know, that the, the freedom is just worth so much more. You know, that's another reason why I got as invested as I did now with this industry is because of the reasons of having that control over my schedule. Like if I need to move clients around, I can move some clients around and I rarely do I ever have to fucking do so. But like, for example, like the reason why I work so many hours this week is because next week I'm taking off some time. So yeah. I don't have paid time off because I'm not a nine to five. I don't have sick leave or anything like that because I'm not a nine to five. I don't have the benefits just like that. But I have a sturdy amount of clients that I can push them onto one week, make the money I was going to make that one week in my week pre, uh, prior or the week after, never lose that money, still make that same money, if not more. But I have control over my time. If I need to leave work early, I can say, shit, I need to leave early. I need to get out of here. If I need to take the time away from work and just say like, hey, I need a couple of days, like it's going to give me the availability to give me like that couple of days. It's kind of a mission of mine to now with this online store to give me even more of that freedom as well. Yeah. Like the just simple stuff that is having just that online store and then being able to say like I have majority of commission coming in. It's very, very very securing knowing if I needed to take that time off that there would still be money coming in no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. And nobody wants to live a life like that. Nobody. Like I have to, I, I, I used to hate asking, I have a doctor's appointment or, you know, whatever. And I would have to ask somebody else, like a boss or whatever to leave work for an emergency like no you should be able to just freely move when something happens in life or whatever because that's how life works you shouldn't have to nobody should have that power over your time i think even with nine to fives i think it's so fucking disgusting that corporations have that sort of control over their employees mm -hmm. you know yeah, toxic ass leaders hell yeah hell yeah absolutely but that's one thing I don't miss about Planet Fit. Well, no, I can't even say that. The people that the man, the management I had at least when I the last nine to five technically, which was a ten to six overnight with Planet. I got paid time off. I got vacation. I got all that fun stuff. I I was actually fairly taken care of. Was I fully happy though? Was I feeling accomplished? You nope. know. And, nope. Like I wanted to take that time off and I some nights I couldn't take that time off because I was the only overnight. So they would I would there was so much pressure on me if I had to call out, there would be no overnight. And yeah, safe to say that I don't miss I could just even talking about it now, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm getting like a little bit of anxiety just thinking about like there being no overnight. And it's just like I've been out of this life for two years. Why am I still getting some fucking anxiety about it? But, uh, yeah, it's, it's free. It's, it's freedom when you have that 
comfort to know that you are in control. Yeah. You can control that time. You can control your schedule. And if you're somebody who is always in the gym, if you're somebody who is fairly educated on not only just like the gym, but also the human body in itself, pick up part-time training as like, you know, a thing, you know, part-time on the side, you'd be surprised by the people in the connection that you make. Yeah. And, and you know what? Any side hustle, really, like just like I said, you can learn any new skill that you're interested in learning and turn that skill eventually into a full-time business. Like, I don't care what it is. Like, that's what I've seen it happen. I'm doing it. You know what I mean? And like, I don't care if I never hit six figures. Nobody's ever going to hold my time over my head. And for that, that's enough for me. You know what I mean? So And you may be making six figures now, but if you you properly put that money away into certain different you know portfolios, different type of assets and stuff that you can put into the future, that money then grows over time and it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows while you're making your you know your part time gig while you're doing this whole you know seventy thousand dollar gig. Guess what? You probably have about two to three to four to five to six hundred k in the bank. Well, in the um, in the stock world, yeah, like. It, that's a whole different asset. Like if you're looking for stock information, go to earnyourleisure.com or earnyourleisure uh, or bag talk. That's not, that's, those are Long Island guys. Bag talk is another uh, company. But uh, yeah, it it's it's time that people really start to take a little bit more control. And if anything, I do feel like the pandemic inspired this big push and this big wave. Hell yeah. But also like, don't forget you do need to make money. And if you're making no money at all with your side hustle, get a stable job and do the side hustle on the side until the point that you are fully capable. And then I guess what is deuces. Yeah. And we live in the age of a stable job can be driving Uber on the weekends. Door dashing. I fucking, I fucking door dash in the middle of my career as well. While yep. trying to support myself, I DoorDash. I delivered fast food. A personal tra- a personal trainer delivering fast food to people. Yeah, there are I would ways. Leave my card. I would leave my business card in people's bags. That's what I'm saying, though. That's the hustle. That's the grind. You don't need to go. Like really, if there are nine to fives, and that that environment is for some people, for sure, right? And it's required for some people in order to do what they love. But for people like me, people like you, people like a lot of people that I know that just aren't wired that way, there are ways around it. If you are unhappy, Instacart, fucking DoorDash, Uber, Uber Eats, all of these, Lyft, all of these things you can do to get onto your, to get, you know, as income so you can pay the bills while grinding your fucking your your hustle whatever it is you know what i'm saying yeah i know exactly what you're saying because i've met people especially doing doordash uh what they will do is they'll either walk up or they'll park their car at the train station for the day take the train into the city rent out one of those bikes for the day and then do delivery by bike throughout the city the whole day there's people who make anywhere between 300 to a thousand dollars within a day yeah. Just by delivering in the city by traveling via bike 
because you can get through traffic, you can get through these certain areas, you have specific lanes for you. And for the most part, city food comes out pretty fast. So if you're fast on the bike, you're fast in delivery, you're pretty, you're going back and forth, you know your way around the city, you're taking all these cuts. Some people are really to make a lucrative amount of money just Hell by yeah. doing that. Yep. That and that's that is the whole premise of this of this episode is just resiliency. Yeah. Fight through, fight through it, push through it. If you're in a spot in 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 life where you're questioning or you're in a state of resistance, keep pushing through and like be authentic to yourself. Be authentic, be a realist, you know, be patient, be disciplined, understanding. Compassionate. And compassionate, definitely. And then just stay consistent with all the work. Doesn't matter what you're doing, just stay have the discipline to stay consistent towards your gratitude. Yeah. Show up every single day and be grateful for it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I couldn't appreciate the talk more than today. Like this was definitely something that I, it, was, it was also needed for myself just because like I told you, like I said before, you know, I had a little bit of questioning myself. So then just having conversations like this is just like I said before, another sign of that reassuring. Just like, oh yeah. Know, like this, I'm back. The podcast, I think I haven't done an episode in like almost two months now just because of my schedule, but there will be more episodes out sooner and I will have you back on here sooner than later. But uh, yeah, this was, this is great. I really do appreciate having uh, you having me on here again. I fucking love you, dude. I will always have you on no matter what. So I appreciate yeah, I love you too. You. Maybe we should, maybe we could definitely, maybe we should definitely take in some of the people's advice with uh, starting up our own, like, you know, weekly or bi-weekly series where we can you know, talk about stuff like Shit. this. I'm so down. And he, like, we can even switch on and off. Like, you know, every single time we do it, one goes on your channel, one goes on, like, you know what I mean? I'm so yeah. down. I'm definitely down. Dude. You know, well, 4th of July is coming. You coming down for the 4th? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll have plenty of time to talk over that too. And you may just catch my ass with a beer or two in my hand. So that's <laughs> one of the only times that i'll you'll catch me really drinking there's only i I've, I've become my sister in some ways where i only drink really two times a year now and like drink drink to get like drunk two times a year yeah, yeah, it's yeah. new year's and fourth of july so all right within within six months of each other like yeah you know, i'm six months like six seven months within each other I, i'm i'm good with that but yeah, i'll, I'll I'll have a beer or two at a, at a cookout, but that's about it, though. But to get drunk, though, no, fuck that. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. That's everything in moderation, right? Mm, balance. Balance, exactly. That could be that. That's the topic for the next episode. <laughs> I'm going to write that balance. down. <laughs> Thank right, you. For definitely doing write it. that down. Yeah. No, never a problem. Like I said before, I always appreciate conversations like this. I always appreciate those who are pretty like minded when it comes down to the actual being self aware and accountable and also appreciating this journey hell yeah hell yeah until next time until next time peace out everybody